I'm Dr. Joe Esposito, and welcome to our podcast for the health of it. Remember to subscribe to our podcasts, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. The information presented on this program is not intended to take the place of your personal physician's advice, and it is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Discuss this information with your own physician or healthcare provider to determine what is right for you. Are you suffering needlessly? Dr. Joe can give you advice on how to naturally get well and stay well. Dr. Joe Esposito. What we're going to talk about today, we're going to start out talking about your digestive system. Now, the brain controls everything. So the nervous system is the most important part of the body. But without the digestive system, you couldn't survive, obviously, because you can't absorb nutrients and pass out waste products. So the digestive system pretty much has one job. And that job is to take in food. Uh, get the nutrients out of it, extract out the nutrients, uh, pass out the waste products, and also detoxify. But your digestive system is also part of your immune system. In fact, about 80% of your immune system is in your digestive system. And the reason that is, is uh, because when you eat something, it's, the, it's one way that something can get inside your body. Your body's covered by skin, of course, but the digestive tract, also called the GI tract, uh, includes the liver, the pancreas, the gallbladder, and it's a series of hollow organs joined by a long twisting tube from one end to the other. So you, we really are a tube within a tube. Our body is a tube, if you think of it that way, and then you have a digestive system going down the middle, that's another tube. And so when things get into your body, they can get in through your digestive system. So they, the body has to be ready to fight off viruses, germs, bacteria, other bad guys. And so the immune system, 80% of it is in the digestive system, preventing from something even getting in to the body at all. So it does a lot of different things, your digestive system. And it includes your mouth, your esophagus, your stomach, your small intestine, your large intestine, uh, your rectum, and then the liver, the pancreas, and the gallbladder are organs outside the tube that kind of squirt things into the tube to get them to do their job. Okay, so trying to keep this really, really simple for you. Now, inside the gut, there's bacteria. This is called flora or microbiome. You may have heard these other words, you didn't know what they were. Flora means a gut bacteria or microbiome, same thing. And they really help digestion. So when you eat something, you don't really digest it. You break it down and break it down, and then the bacteria in your colon, really simplified, they eat what they want and spit out what they don't want. And what they don't want is a lot of the nutrients that you need to survive. So if you start killing off the bacteria in your colon, that's your food source, food supply, I guess. They're breaking it down and spitting out what you need, the nutrients. So it's not food source, nutrients source. So you got to take care of those bacteria. And unfortunately, most people don't. Now, if you need antibiotics for medical reasons, absolutely positively take them. There's no question about that. But at the same time, you want to rebuild your immune system afterwards. So if you take antibiotics, of course, we talk about probiotics and eating fermented foods and building up that bacteria. But what about, I wonder what word to use here, maybe innocent antibiotics. You don't know you're getting them. How about chlorine? The water you drink is chlorinated and chlorine is act as, acts as an antibiotic. How do you know that? Well, do you ever have a pool? What do you put in there? Chlorine, to do what? Kill the bacteria. So you're killing off the bacteria in your colon if you're exposing yourself to a lot of chlorine. So if you're in a pool, if you're in a shower, uh, if you take a shower, for example, a hot shower, you absorb the equivalent chlorine of eight glasses of water because your pores open up and the body absorbs the chlorine. 
So every time you take a hot shower, you're absorbing a ton of chlorine. Chlorine is an antibiotic. You need bacteria in your colon. Following this little path here? So we've got to take care of that microbiome, that bacteria. It's so important. So if you go swimming in a pool, I recommend you shower off immediately. Get that chlorine off your skin. You've been to a pool already, and you're driving home or walking home, whatever, and you, the, your clothes smell like chlorine. The towel smells like chlorine. That's a toxic chemical. And if you have chlorine bleach in your house, what do they tell you to do? Open the windows, air it out. Don't inhale chlorine, but it's okay to go swimming in it or a hot tub. Hot tub even worse because it opens up your pores. So rinse off as quickly as possible and then have fresh clothes that don't have that chlorine water on them. Now in my house, I have a whole house water filter. And the whole house water filter filters every drop of water that comes into my house. So it's not just the water I drink. How about my showers? How about my toilets? What, chlorine gas can evaporate from your toilet. Now, that's minimal. It's not that big a deal. But I always feel when it comes to health, if there's anything I can do to improve my health, I'm going to do it, no matter how small. But the drinking is really important. The showering, the bathing. How about your clothes? One thing nice about having a water filter is your clothes are going to last a lot longer because the chlorine isn't bleaching your clothes. It's a little bit, but it wears out your clothes faster. So uh, water filters you know, can run you a couple thousand dollars. I have the, a good one in my house. Is it purelifewaterga.com? Uh, that's the website. They, they have purelifewaterga.com. And uh, I love their filter, and I've researched a lot of them, and I think they have one of the best. Tell them I sent you. And uh, it, it, it's worth it. It really is. And uh, you don't want to water, don't necessarily have to water your grass or something like that. So that my spigot's outside the house. I don't have to worry about, you know, I, but they are filtered as well. So your, your uh, vegetables and fruits are not going to get the chlorine either. So uh, I have a stream in my backyard. I use stream water a lot. But it's so important that you take care of the bacteria in your colon. And chlorine is one way that we're constantly just picking away at the good bacteria. So if you can avoid those things, absolutely do. That's what I'm getting at. So we're talking about digestion today, how your digestive system works. Digestion is important because your body needs nutrients, of course, from the food and water that you drink. And proteins, fats, and carbohydrates, and vitamins, and minerals, and nutrients all get absorbed through there. Now, there's something called macronutrients. Those are carbohydrates, fats, and proteins. And then there's micronutrients, which are vitamins and minerals. So you got to make sure you're getting the right amount of macronutrients, and you got to make sure you're getting the right of micronutrients. Most people do not get the proper amount of nutrients because I look at people's diets every day. And I have for about 40 years now. Uh, I've been doing nutritional evaluations now. Even when I was a student, I was doing nutritional evaluations with my patients. And so it's fascinating to me that the junk that you put in your body is processed, what little bit of nutrients are extracted, and you're able to survive. How is it that we can take a little square hamburger on a steamed white bun and eat that and somehow, through a miracle, create skin, eye tissue, hair, liver, spleen, blood vessels. Somehow, we're getting some nutrients from even the most horrible diet that I see people eating every day. That's how amazing your digestive system is. What if we didn't abuse our digestive system every day? What if we actually put good nutrition in our body every day? <gasps> what a concept. It's amazing when you take the stress off your digestive system, how healthy you can get. And many people have said all disease starts in the gut. I'm not gonna say all disease, but I think a lot of diseases start in the gut. A lot of health issues, a lot of mental issues all come from the gut. So if we can take care of that gut, we're gonna be much better off as far all the way across the board. 
So each part of your digestive system kind of pushes it down to the next portion. So you chew food in your mouth, then you swallow it, and it goes into your esophagus. Esophagus, that tube that runs from your mouth to your stomach. And the esophagus has something in it called peristaltic, peristaltic reaction, or reactions, I'm sorry. What that is, it's kind of like a worm, and it squeezes the food from behind, like a tube of toothpaste. Squeezes the bottom, just keeps squeezing all the way up. Peristalsis is the key to moving things along your colon. Sometimes patients have a condition called gastroparesis. Gastroparesis is paralysis of the peristalsis. And it's usually not total paralysis, it's partial paralysis. I see it a lot with diabetics. And so what we have to do when diabetics come in or anybody comes in with gastroparesis, we can actually adjust their stomach. Because many times the stomach will spasm and push up into the diaphragm. And that causes what I find the whole colon to go into the spasm. And so the peristalsis isn't pushing everything along. So we can go in there and manipulate or pull the stomach down away from the diaphragm. And many times that helps facilitate normal peristalsis. So if you have acid reflux, heartburn, burping, gas, bloating, uh, we can do studies on you to test uh, transit time, how, food, uh, how fast food comes out of your colon. At-home test, little chi- you know, I was looking for a way to save you money. Eat some corn. See how long it takes to come out. That can give you a, a basic, what we call transit time, how long it's going to take to get the, bu- the food out of your colon. And if it takes too long, of course, then we have uh, a peristaltic uh, issue or, or uh, par- uh, paralysis. So the stomach is like a bag. And if you can imagine like a bag, a Ziploc bag, maybe half full of water. And it squishes around and it mixes the food with the digestive enzymes, the acids, and breaks down proteins. Then the stomach passes the, what we call chyme, or, or looks like vomit, from the stomach into the small intestine. There, the pancreas kicks in. Now, the pancreas is not part of your tube. Remember, we said we were a tube within a tube. The pancreas spits out all sorts of digestive enzymes to help break down the food further. So your mouth, when you chew it, breaks down carbohydrates with something called amylase. Your stomach breaks down protein. Your pancreas breaks down carbohydrates, fats, and proteins by squirting these digestive enzymes into the small intestine. Your gallbladder kicks in and helps break down fat. So fats, carbohydrates, and proteins are broken down in two different places in your body. If you have your gallbladder removed, now you only have one place to break down fat. And that's not good because the pancreas now has to do twice the work. Pancreas has to break down, spit out uh, something called uh, uh, amylase uh, lipase. It spits out lipase to break down the fats. And the pancreas now has to do double duty. And eventually that puts a big strain on your pancreas. The pancreas can do it if you take care of yourself. If you're not taking care of yourself, it's such a burden on the pancreas that many times you're not able to break down your fats. And now you can increase your risk of heart disease because you're not breaking down your fats properly. So everything works together. It's a symphony that goes on in your body and everything has to be working together. So the food is going from your mouth to your stomach, your stomach to your small intestine, small intestine, large intestine, and then large intestine, it passes out. So as the food moves through the GI tract through peristalsis, uh, it mixes with these nutrients, it break, uh, with these enzymes, it breaks it down. And it's fascinating when you see what happens step by step. Now in your small intestine, uh, the food is, is like, like, like vomit. It's mixed up, it's wet. And so the food will start in your mouth, uh, pass through your GI tract when you eat it. And when you swallow it, your tongue pushes the food back into your throat. 
Then there's a small flap in the back of your throat called the epiglottis. And that folds over your windpipe so you don't pass food into your throat, into your windpipe. Now, you've all swallowed food. It went down the wrong pipe. Well, it did. That epiglottis didn't do its job for some reason. And so the food now got into the windpipe and that caused an issue. That's why you cough. You're coughing to try to expel things out of your lungs and either make it come out your mouth or down into your stomach. So that little flap, that epiglottis is really important. Now, everything, every part of your digestive, every cell in your body is controlled by the nervous system. Now, we did a show on that, I think it was last week. The brain sends messages down the spine, out the nerves to every cell in the body. So there's a nerve that makes your pancreas work or your spleen or your peristalsis or your stomach, your kidneys, your gallbladder. This, and I've said this many times, this is the missing link in healthcare. Most doctors don't check the nerve supply to an organ. They check the organ. Okay, so you have acid reflux. We're going to give you medication to shut down your stomach acid so that you don't have acid reflux anymore. Does it work? Works very well. However, there's a problem. You need stomach acid to break down proteins. Remember that? We just talked about that. So if you take these medications, many of them prevent you from properly absorbing calcium, B12, iron, and magnesium. So now you run the risk of not breaking down your proteins, not getting amino acids, which are building blocks of proteins, not getting the, some nutrients, some micronutrients, calcium, uh, uh, B12, calcium. And now we have an issue. Now we're not getting our nutrients. We can't absorb them later on in the small intestine because the stomach isn't doing its job. So when I see digestive issues, acid reflux, heartburn, burping, gas bloating, many times we just need to pull the stomach down away from the diaphragm and get it to relax. Extremely effective, extremely simple, extremely inexpensive. And I would say 85% of the patients I've seen in my career when I test them for this have this. So it's really, really common. And it's funny because patients will come in all the time, say, Dr. Joe, I've got something you've never seen before. Ha, 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 ha. I burp all the time or I got acid reflux or I got a chronic cough or sinus problems from acid coming in my, my, up my throat. And I just smile and I say, yeah, you're right. I've probably never seen that before. When in reality, we, there's very few things that in the 37 years I've been in practice plus my internship when I was a student that I haven't seen. And that's why a lot of doctors will come and do internships with us because we see so many weird cases. It's always fun, we hire a new doctor, especially if they've worked somewhere else. They're like, Dr. Joe, I worked in this other clinic for five, 10 years, I never saw cases like we see here. And the reason is because we don't just do chiropractic, we don't just do pain management, we actually do holistic or wellness protocols. We get the nervous system working, digestive system working, the stomach working, we get you on good nutrients. You know, we talk about absorption in the small intestine, you have to be able to absorb your nutrients. But if you have a bad diet, the small intestine can become inflamed. And when it's inflamed, you can't absorb your nutrients. So I recommend that, especially if you have a digestive problem, start with Dr. Joe's Super Greens and Dr. Joe's Essential Source. They're two powders. I mix them together. They taste great. I shake it up with a coconut milk or almond milk. I'm at the oat milk now. That's my new thing. I like oat milk. And I drink it first thing in the morning. I can't imagine a day going by without having that super greens and essential source. It's the minimum supplements everybody should be taking. And the nice part is that if you have irritable bowel syndrome, Crohn's, colitis, inflammatory reaction uh, in the colon, it's easy to absorb high concentration nutrients. You need that for the colon to heal. I always laugh sometimes when people, well, doctors will tell somebody, listen, you've got an irritated bowel. I want you to cut out all your raw food. 
The raw food is fiber. It's going to irritate the colon. Well, the reason the colon is irritated, most likely, is because they didn't eat enough raw food. So we can bridge that gap with super greens and essential source. Essential source is like a smoothie in a powder form. Way less expensive, way more effective, a lot more stuff than you put in a smoothie. Portable, travels easily. So I used to juice, and most many of you probably have tried juicing at some time in your life. It's way too much work. It's way too expensive. The stuff goes bad. You got to clean up afterwards. And after about three days, you go, I'm done. I can't do this. Essential source solved that problem. And it's a million times better than that. So just so you know, uh, if you're into juicing and raw foods, a lot of raw foods are in, in the essential source and the super greens. I take a scoop of each. I also recommend whenever I do, whenever I eat a cooked meal, I take digestive enzymes. I had some vegan gluten-free pizza the other day. It was really good. Put a lot of garlic on it too, but it was cooked. And so I had a, two slices of you know, my, my piece and I was kind of full. So I really didn't want to eat anything raw because I should, but I was full. So I took some digestive enzymes. And the enzymes are what we just talked about, protease, amylase, and lipase, to break down the fats, carbohydrates, and proteins so that I can absorb my nutrients. So the story I'm telling you here is that you need to take care of your digestive system. Most people aren't. You might have acid reflux, you might have colon spasm, you might have diarrhea, constipation, burping, gas, bloating. That's telling you something's wrong with your digestive system. Don't ignore it fix it. And in our office, we're very good at fixing most cases of people with digestive issues. You also need to check the nerve supply to the digestive system because the brain is sending messages down the spine, out the nerves to the digestive organs. If you have a pinched nerve, you may not be able to get the messages from the brain to the body. So you may not be able to have the organs work properly. So if you have these issues, the one thing we want to check is the nerve supply to the organs. And I started talking about this earlier. I believe this is the missing link in healthcare. Very few doctors check the nerve supply to the organs. It would be like coming into this room right now that I'm in and the lights are off. What's the first thing you would do? You'd flip the switch, right? You wouldn't change the light bulbs. You wouldn't call an electrician in. Flip the switch. Make sure there's power getting from the switch to the light bulbs. Then if that doesn't work, then you could dig a little deeper. Maybe I need new light bulbs. Maybe it's the ballast. Maybe I need an electrician. We don't do that with our own bodies. We keep thinking, okay, the liver isn't working. I got to treat the liver. Maybe it's just a switch to the liver. Maybe it's a pinched nerve in your mid-back, which is the nerve supply to the liver. So when it comes to healthcare, the one goal I want to have with you is I want you to understand that this is maybe a new concept to you, but this really needs to be where medicine needs to turn. We need to check the nerve supply to the organs, along with everything else. I'm not saying don't do MRIs and CAT scans and medication. No, 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 no. We check the nerve supply to the organs. That will change so much when it comes to healthcare. So many more people will get better, faster, quicker, and cheaper than anything else that can be done in healthcare right now. Check the nerve supply to the organs. So if you have neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, numbness, tingling, sciatic pain, Chances are you have a pinched nerve. But those same nerves that cause pain also can control organs. And that's where the missing link comes in. So if you have a digestive issue, which we're talking about today, you got to check the nerve supply to the organs. And if you do, many times that solves the problem. Then we physically check the organ, see if it's spasmed or if it's pushed up against the diaphragm. Then we get you on some good diet. We get you on eating good foods, fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds. We get you on super green, essential source, digestive enzymes, vitamin D, probiotics, 
uh, glutathione. That's my protocol for digestion and immunity, by the way. Same, same protocol. And now the body's able to start working right. Most of the healthcare problems you have with your digestive system are physical, not chemical. Now, when I say physical, it could be a spasm, could be a pinched nerve. Now, chemically, it could be what you're eating, but you're physically putting that food in your body. So taking one medication or whatever to counteract what you're putting in your body doesn't make any sense to me. If you're eating right and you're getting chiropractic care and you're getting the digestive system working and it still doesn't work, then we can go to medication. Then we can go to surgery. Then we can go to PRP and stem cells or uh, uh, injections. That's what I want you to start thinking. So I'm thinking, let's start out simple. Let's start out easy. And then we can build it up from there. But we've got to get the nerve supply working. We've got to get the digestive system working properly. And we've got to take the stress off those organs. Eating the right foods is the simplest, easiest, quickest, cheapest thing you can do to get your body healthy. And if you don't know what to eat, go to our website, drjoe.com, and just type in, so what can I eat? And we got a whole hour workshop that I did. I went to a studio all by myself, and I talked about breakfast, lunches, dinner, snacks, parties, uh, cleaning out your pantry, and it'll give you really good insight as to what you need to do and what to eat. And the cost for that is nothing. The website has over 1,500 hours of podcast. It's absolutely free. You can go there all day, every day, any, any given moment. Garrett and I can check the website, 2 o'clock in the morning. People are on there listening to listen and watching videos. Um, so it's really kind of cool how much traffic that website gets. If you have a podcast service, all of them, people say, which one? All of them. Type in Dr. Joe for the health of it. That's our podcast service. And you get to hear podcasts too. So we have podcasts on the website, audio and video. We have podcast services. We have radio shows. We have TV shows. Uh, there's uh, networks that carry these shows. So... Our footprint is growing incredibly quickly all around the world because we, t- we do something, we give you something no one else is giving you when it comes to healthcare. We give you hope. We give you advice on what to do to naturally get well and stay well. And the digestive system is so key because you got to be able to swallow your food, stomach has to break down proteins, pancreas kicks in, helps digestion, gallbladder kicks in, nutrients are absorbed in the small intestine, waste products are passed out. Many times with the small intestine, things that can go wrong is you might get something called leaky gut syndrome. And what that is, is you eat bad food, it causes an inflammatory reaction in your, in your gut, and it tears little holes in the small intestine. And these little holes are now places where undigested food, bacteria, uh, can be absorbed. And when it gets into the body, the immune system now has to attack it in the body, in the blood system, because it got past the gut barrier. Remember, 80% of the immune system's in your digestive system. And it gets past there, now you cause this inflammatory reaction to go systemic throughout your whole body. So I am begging you, please take care of your digestive system. And folks, if you do want to make an appointment to come see us, we'd love to check your nervous system, digestive system, your diet. In the Atlanta area, we have offices in Marietta, Duluth, Stockbridge, and West Cobb. We would love to be your doctor. So here's what I want you to do. Go to our website right now, drjoe.com, drjoe.com. And you have little maps with our locations. Click on that and you can make an appointment to come see us right online. Now, we accept insurances. We accept Medicare. I know it's an insurance, but some people don't know. Is Medicare different? And car accidents. If you've ever been in a car accident, if the car was damaged, you were damaged. I've never seen it not happen. And if you don't get to us right away, it can adversely affect your settlement. But even if you cause the accident, I mean, somebody has to cause every accident. Those people are hurt too. So you need to come see us. There's something called MedPay that might cover your bills. There's health insurance. Uh, there's treatment plan. There's payment plans we have. We have a financing available. I really want you to get well and stay well, folks. I'm Dr. Joe Esposito. Tell your friends about the show. 
Thanks for listening to For the Health Fit. Remember to subscribe to this podcast and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. You can also listen to and call into my radio show live Sunday evenings from 7 to 9 Eastern Time on WSBRadio.com and on a WSB Radio app. It's